Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stranded again on Southwest. So far stressful. It's not been fun. Navy engineer accused of espionage. Charged with trying to pass nuclear submarine secrets. Changes today for teenagers on social media. Facebook sees that it is in a lot of trouble. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. One thing you don't want to be this morning, a Southwest passenger. The airline is winding up the holiday weekend with major travel disruptions. More than 1,800 flights have been canceled since Friday. Correspondent Errol Barnett is at Reagan National. It's uh, not a great end to a good vacation. Long lines snaked around airport terminals as passengers rushed to rebook unexpectedly canceled flights on a busy holiday weekend. We've been on the phone. I think we're on hold for like three and a half hours now. Southwest says air traffic control and weather-related challenges caused cancellations of nearly 2,000 flights. But the FAA responded saying its staffing shortages ended Friday. Industry expert Henry Hardevelt. Southwest is trying to blame the FAA, air traffic control systems. It's like saying the dog ate my homework. Southwest is clashing with its pilots union over the federal vaccine mandate. Swapper filed a lawsuit on Friday but denies it organized a so-called sick out and says there were many operational difficulties due to management's poor planning. What I've heard is there are some rogue pilots who are anti-vaccine. They are not showing up for work. Southwest's absolute meltdown doesn't bode well for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. A massive storm in the Midwest isn't helping. Parts of Texas and Oklahoma have been slammed with hail the size of golf balls and wind gusts of more than 80 miles an hour. More than a dozen tornadoes have been reported. CBS's Maria Villarreal is in Coweta, Oklahoma. The tornado ripped through this school right behind me. The AC unit is off the roof. It is now sitting on the ground. Not too far from here, a convenience store was also hit by the same tornado. Debris was scattered all over their parking lot. Fortunately, right now, what we understand is no injuries have been reported just yet. But there was another tornado that hit not too far from here. That tornado brought destruction to the town of Anadarko. Several homes were damaged and the storm led to flash flooding in residential neighborhoods. A Navy engineer is accused of trying to sell U.S. nuclear submarine secrets to another country. 
But it turned out Jonathan Toby was dealing with an undercover FBI agent. Correspondent Catherine Herridge is at the Pentagon. According to the criminal complaint, an undercover agent paid Toby thousands in cryptocurrency in exchange for information about the U.S.'s Virginia-class nuclear-powered attack submarines. Toby was arrested Saturday in West Virginia, along with his school teacher wife, Diana, who prosecutors say was acting as a lookout after he allegedly went to a secret location and left a memory card with restricted data. Toby is accused of telling the FBI agent that memory card would be hidden in a plastic bag between the slices of a peanut butter sandwich. Facebook and Instagram are introducing new features today aimed at protecting young users. One will encourage teenagers to take breaks from social media. Another aims to steer them clear of content that could harm their mental health. CNET's Ian Schur. In a lot of ways, these ideas, in particular trying to nudge teenagers away from negative content on Instagram, is answering a lot of the frustrations people have been expressing over the last few weeks about its service. But what it doesn't do is the thing that many of its critics have been asking for, which is more transparency. Last week, a whistleblower called for changes during testimony on Capitol Hill. Younger children are expected to be approved for COVID vaccines sometime between Halloween and Thanksgiving. It's raised the level of debate among parents. CBS News Deputy Director of Surveys Jennifer DePinto with the results of our new poll. 37% of parents with kids ages 5 to 11 would vaccinate their children against COVID-19. But we find just as many, 35%, who say they won't get their children vaccinated. This morning, Merck filed an application with the FDA for emergency use approval for the first pill to treat mild to moderate COVID cases. A late-stage study showed it cut the risk of hospitalization or death by about 50%. Officials in Orange County, California, say it's safe to go back into the ocean a week and a half after a 25,000-gallon oil spill. Beachgoer Alex Chaffetz. We're out here on the beach, and we've got all these guys with hazmat suits on. And I don't know what they're doing out here because the beach is beautiful, the water is beautiful. Just not seeing any oil, thankfully. Officials say water quality tests at Huntington Beach show no detectable levels of toxins. They believe an oil pipeline there was damaged by a ship's anchor as much as a year before it ruptured. A win for Prince Andrew in his legal battle over claims of sexual assault. Scotland Yard officials had said they would examine the accusations that the Queen's second son sexually assaulted the then underage Jeffrey Epstein accuser, Virginia Giuffre, famously declaring no one is above the law. I understand they did speak with Giuffre, but have now decided to take no action, meaning no criminal charges are likely to be filed against Prince Andrew here in the UK. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Police in Georgia say they've made an arrest in the case of an officer shot to death on his very first shift with the Alamo Police Department. The State Bureau of Investigations, Natalie Ammons. Officer Dylan Harrison was 26 years old of Dudley, Georgia, and leaves behind a wife and a six-month-old baby. She says the suspect, Damian Anthony Ferguson, ambushed Officer Harrison in retaliation after an associate was stopped for a traffic violation, tasered, and taken to jail. Three U.S. space scientists share this year's Nobel Prize for Economics. David Card's focus, labor economics, Joshua Angrist and Guido Imbens, analyzing relationships. The first ever fall marathon steps off in Boston this morning. It was canceled last year because of the pandemic and postponed in April because of rising COVID numbers. WBZ's Carl Stevens 
is in Hopkinton. Here at the starting line, there's a light breeze. It blows an American flag which waves above the stretch of pavement that I'm looking at where thousands of runners are going to take off for Boylston Street later this morning. There is a chill in the air. It feels like springtime, but the calendar says it's October. The field of runners has been cut by 36 percent. Organizers say about 95 percent of participants are vaccinated. Don't blame this beetle for busting up the Fab Four. CBS's Monica Ricks explains. Let it be, let it be, let it be. Paul McCartney is not taking his own advice because for the first time ever, he's clearing up a decades-old rumor about who broke up the Beatles. McCartney tells BBC Radio it was John Lennon who said the band couldn't work out in 1970. And apparently, Yoko Ono was one of the reasons Lennon wanted to move on. He says the couple was busy going to peace protests around the world and writing their own material. His interview is set to air in two weeks. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Admiral Kirk will have to wait a day before he blasts off. Space, the final frontier. Star Trek actor William Shatner's trip aboard a Blue Origin rocket has been postponed from tomorrow until Wednesday because of bad weather in Texas. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.